0: If you have your Bibles, please open them to Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm. When Sid called me yesterday and said to me, I'm still positive uh, you need to move from standby to active duty. (laughs) And I said, uh, what are you preaching on, Sid? And he said, Psalm 139. And I said, would you mind if I changed the the psalm to Psalm 23? And he said, not at all. So I'm reading from uh, the Hebrew Bible, Psalm 23, and invite you to use your own Bible. If you have your Bible on one of your devices, that'd be great. You can use the few Bibles that are before you. And I invite us to hear the word of the Lord together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. Together we say, thanks be to God. Now, I'm going to lift out three themes from this psalm, the meadow, the valley, and the table, all of which lead to eternal life. The meadow, the valley, and the table, all of which lead to eternal life. But first, a bit of background. The Book of Psalms is part of the third section of the Hebrew Bible used in both Jewish and Christian liturgies. It is often set to music. It has often been called the best-loved psalm because of its uh, call to universal trust in the love of God. I've used this psalm hundreds of times. In the 50 years I served local churches as pastors at funerals and at memorial services, including the Ten years I was on staff here before I retired as a pastor. It was actually eight years ago uh, when I moved into retirement. And uh, the psalm has always been a favorite of mine. Of course, Psalm 23 portrays God as a good shepherd, feeding and leading his flock. Uh, The rod and the staff are also the implements of a shepherd. The shepherd knows each sheep by name, Thus, when God is given the analogy of a shepherd, he is not only a protector, but he is the caretaker of the sheep. Uh, God, as a caretaker, leads the sheep to green pastures and still waters uh, because he knows that each of the sheep must personally be led to be fed. Now, in a Jewish liturgy, the 23rd Psalm is traditionally sung during the third Shabbat meal. For Christians, the image of God as shepherd evokes connotations, uh, not only with David, but with Jesus, described as the Good Shepherd in the Gospel of John. And in the Western tonal tradition, the Psalm 23 is often set to music. One of the best metrical verses of Psalm 23 is the Christian hymn, The Lord is My Shepherd, a translation of the 1650 Scottish Psalter. Another popular Christian hymn to be based on Psalm 23 is The King of Love, My Shepherd Is by Henry Baker. And then there is Bach's cantata number 12, The words are also set to the tune of Brother James Eyre. Uh, The psalm has been set to contemporary as well as classical music. Uh, Bernstein in the Chichester Psalms, uh, Bruckner, uh, Vorjok, Ralph von Williams, John Rutter, Duke Ellington, the Moody Blues, Judy Collins, Bobby McFerrin, Kanye West, Tupac, Michael W. Smith, and others. And I give thanks uh, to all this research uh, and give credit to Wikipedia. (laughs) Pretty smart guy, aren't I? I know where to look. So today, I want to... Use the themes of the valley, the table, and, uh, the, sorry, the meadow, the valley, and the table. Richard, do you have the slide you could uh, put up of that? Uh, we may not have it. Okay, he's waving to me, so we may get it, we may not. But if you could think in terms of these themes uh, the valley, the meadow, the valley, and the table all of which lead to eternal life. And I want to give credit for um, the uh, poetic devotionals that I received weekdays from a retired Methodist minister. His name is Steve Holmes. He lives in Maine, and uh, he inspires me with his work, and he is the one that lifted up these themes of the meadow, the valley, and the table. And so he begins by saying, savor the still pastures, the deep green waters, trust and remember them. Stay faithful to the harmonious path and the one who leads you on it. The meadow has to do with soil, with quiet water, with green pastures. It's an image of poetic provision God provides for us. This is Father's Day, and I think of my own late father, Ralph Edward Denning. He was a man of the meadow, a man of the soil, a man who was raised on a farm in which he was born, in which his father was born, my grandfather. And he farmed, my grandfather and my father, in rural northeastern Kansas. They plowed their beef corn fields with a horse and a manual plow, And they trot-fished, or catfish, in the Missouri River, which ran right behind the farm. My dad and my mom grew up on adjacent farms, farms that were next to each other, back before they had telephones, back when they hung a sheet on the side of the house to indicate that the date was going to happen. My mom and dad married in that part of northeastern Kansas, and moved to Southern California in search of their dream. And my older brother, Mitch, and I were both born and raised in a suburb of Los Angeles. But I think of the provision of my father, a man of the soil, a man of the meadow a man who loved the green pastures. I remember him lifting me out of a Missouri River tributary when we were vacationing back on the farm where he was raised uh, during our summers, where I got stuck in the mud in the tributary that flowed from the Missouri River uh, near our farmhouse And I remember my dad uh, protecting me and providing me by lifting me up out of the water, out of the mud. I remember, too, uh, my dad loading his um, car with my college gear as he took me from our home in South Pasadena uh, all the way over to UCLA. I remember. Uh, my dad picking me up uh, one time uh, during a heavy rainstorm and driving 60 miles to pick me up and take take me to my job when my transportation failed. I remember my dad as a man of the soil, a man of the meadow, a man of the green waters. And Steve Holmes says, stay faithful to the harmonious path, and the one who leads you to it will stay with you, for it leads directly to the valley of the shadow of death, the seed buried, the life laid down, the heart's Golgotha. The cup poured out, overflowing with goodness and mercy. And so the second theme, in addition to the meadow, is the valley. The valley. The valley of the shadow of death. The Hebrew can also be translated as the valley of deep darkness. And I think of Pastor Sid in the asymptomatic... COVID Valley. As some of you know, Susan and I were leaving May 30th for a cruise in Western Europe, flying from Palm Springs to Barcelona, and we needed to be tested before we left. And two days before we were to leave the Palm Springs airport for Barcelona, Lo and behold, to our surprise, we tested positive for COVID. Although we too, like Sid, were asymptomatic. So we couldn't go on our trip. So we walked through the valley of deep darkness as Sid and as Sherry Bates are walking through that valley as well. For them, for us, uh, for all who we know and love, who sorrow and grieve, for all of the people we know whom, who have passed on from us and are now in their eternal home. And we know the emptiness in our lives without them. For them, we too take the cup and what is in the cup? The cup of the oil of flowing goodness and mercy from the good shepherd who always gives his life for his own. There's the meadow. There's the valley. There's the table. And then find the, the meadow, the valley, and then finally... The table. The psalmist says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In the presence of my enemies. Steve Holmes says, This is a promise of safety. In biblical times, hospitality was so honored that a host was expected to protect you, even from murderous enemies. But it is also an invitation to reconciliation. When the beloved prepares the table, the enemies aren't just onlookers, they're invited. There is only one table. Jesus sets the Passover table and seats Judas right beside him in the table of honor. So in the picture of our table, do we put the one who has betrayed us, the one who has hurt us, The one with whom we have yet to be reconciled at the place of honor next to Jesus at the table. For Jesus' table is about community, it's about people. Beloved, it's about relationships. Martin Luther said in his commentary on this psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Faith is always about the first person pronoun. The Lord is my shepherd. But in the context of the table, is the pronoun not singular but plural? Plural. The Lord is our shepherd. Our shepherd. So, who is seated around your table? Who is seated next to Jesus? Who is the enemy? or the person who has betrayed you and me, the person with whom we, from our side at least, would love to be reconciled, whether the other person is open or not. That person is sitting next to Jesus. That person is sitting between Jesus and you, and with me, and next to me. Jesus tells us in the Sermon on the Mount to bring our gift to God, but before we do, we are first to be reconciled to our enemies. Isn't that what the table is about? Isn't that where Jesus sits? Next to our enemies? Next to our Judases? Next to those with whom we need to be reconciled? Steve Holmes writes, The beloved sits beside you, your enemy, across from you. Jesus sits beside them too. And you both feast on the same grace, the same cup overflowing, the same goodness and mercy. You will not get up from Jesus' table Until you are reconciled. Until then, you both sit at the table. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. Together we say, thanks be to God. Thank you, Pastor Sid. Pastor Denning, thank you so much. Our response to that is a beautiful song. Cleanse me, search me, O God, and know my heart today. Time for ministry. And at the end of the service, our uh, Stevens ministers will be here on the side. If you need someone to pray with, don't leave today without doing that. Let's stand together.